0: All right, guys. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, Hundred Books a Year with Kevin. Today, let's uh, keep talking about the book The World Without Email. Let's compare two different examples and kind of like show you guys what we mean by, um, essentially how to, um, compare and contrast. I say a manufacturer, a blue collar kind of a physical work. Um, and how do we draw or compare and contrast to, the um knowledge worker, right? Like checking email, the hyperactive mind. Um, so, this whole idea kind of trying to um, center around the principle called the attention capital principle, okay? So, um, let's just use two examples for now, right? So, the first example is very, very classic. is Henry Ford, right? Like we all know that he invented the uh, assembly guide, right? So, it is his car manufacturer. So, um he in he really invented the idea of a s of a assembly chain, and then he after that he reinvests into building cars with interchangeable parts, right? So before, like in the early um Italian car, right, like uh, if you're looking at some uh Ferraris or or uh, uh Lamborghinis, right, like they their parts are unique to that car and once that car part broke down, it's very hard to repair and it's a pain to manufacture as well, right? Um, Henry Ford changed that right after he invented the um, assembly chain. So just give you guys a little bit of a quick history, right? So how, how does Henry Ford um, trying to put together a car, right? So in, in the beginning, Ford tries to do a worker assembly. Right, so one person is the main uh, assembler and then the other worker, maybe two, maybe three, are feeding him parts. That is his first uh, version of the um, assembly. And obviously it's pretty slow in terms of uh, productivity and it's pretty slow to build a car. So uh, he was just trying to use it, trying to make it better. And about five years after he started using this method, he uh, he thinks, hmm, what if we we kind of, instead of from uh, have workers move around the car, what if we have the workers just be there, don't move, and then have the car go go uh, around the worker, right? That is the brilliant thing about the assembly guy, which, you know, it is pretty much everybody uses right now, is we let the people be a stationary, and then we move the car around it, right? So just that one change... Shorten the, the time to build a Model T from 12 and a half hours per one car to 93 minutes per one car. That's just amazing, right? Now, a second example I want to touch on, just to give you guys a little bit more of a compare and contrast. In the book, um, they talk about a, a tech startup in Germany. They do a five-hour workday every single day. And uh, what it is it's, uh, it's a sixteen person tech a startup called uh, Rangon, I think R E I G A G N G um, O N. So their work day is from eight a.m. to one p.m. Okay, um, during that work day, there's no social media. There's uh, restrictive meetings. They don't do meetings at all, and then they really don't want to send emails at all. And then there's no really like take your uh, work to home kind of a thing. There's no late night emails as well. Like everything needs to be done at the office. And then you're like, okay, how do, like, how do they do it? Right? So here's what they did. Um, from Okay, from the Ford example, right? We can kind of figure out that the amount of capital that you put in is not equal to to the output, right? Because Ford was almost broke right before uh, he invented the Model T, right? So um, he doesn't have that much capital, but the thing is, is how he deploy the capital is the most important thing, right? So similar things with knowledge worker, how much mental power or how much uh, hours you put in there is irrelevant. Like what matters is how you use those times when you're working, right? So go back to the German tech startup Raygon. Here's what uh here's what they did. Um, they hired a coach trying to get them to do meditation, trying to uh, get them to do yoga, trying to get them to be more mindful, and uh trying to get them to check less email. And then the entire goal is to slow down the workflow. They're they're not trying to like you know just send messages and trying to get something nailed down right away. They're trying to take it slow, right? They're they're only trying to say, okay, let's plan out this meeting right here, and let's make sure that we execute well in the meeting, and then let's save the back and forth to the minimum. So, in a sense that checking email or Slack or any instant man, uh, messaging, right, is itself is not wrong, but, like checking email more more uh, often doesn't really equal to high productivity. It's like um, giving running shoes for the uh, people that are handing the one assembler guy tools, right? Like, you know, uh, it doesn't matter how fast they can run, their process is still going to be slow, right? So in a sense that the checking emails or site, th- like they don't really have a long-term effect on productivity. So this is an interesting part, right? If you're comparing between a knowledge worker industry and a physical manufacturer, the primary capital for Henry Ford was the amount of capital that he has or uh, buying the resources and build, uh, building a factory. For a uh, knowledge worker, it's really your your uh, human brain and your attention span. And how you how you deploy that attention capital is the most important thing. Okay, so today let's kind of just pause there, I, uh, I want to give you guys two quick examples, kind of like compare and contrast between a physical uh, line of work and then uh, knowledge line of work. And tomorrow we're going to cover something li- a little bit more generalized, like what are the principles, how can you, um, you know, like check less email, what kind of a, a philosophy that you should use when you are structuring your organization. Alright guys, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, subscribe, share with your friends, and then uh, I'll chat with you guys tomorrow. Bye.